All right, today I'm interviewing David Gonzalez, who is also known as the most connected man in the digital marketing world. He started hosting internet marketing party events in Austin back in 2008 and has been responsible for putting people in rooms and working with the likes of Craig Clemens, Jay Abraham, and Ty Lopez, just to name a few. And he recently celebrated his 15th year anniversary of hosting these every single month without a miss. And we're diving deep in his ability to put the right people in the right rooms at the right price to consistently deliver seven-figure revenue lifts in people's businesses, sometimes within just a few hours of being together. We're going to talk about his Think Tank events and so much more. So let's get into today's episode. Welcome everyone to the Partner Up Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Viancor, a former introverted small towner who now adds value to businesses by sharing the most effective ways to grow and scale using affiliate and influencer partnership strategies. I'll share the lessons I've learned over the past 15 years while helping my clients generate more than 100 million in sales. We'll also dive into productivity hacks, mindset, and the newest trends from real case studies and expert interviews. You're just one partnership away from changing your business. Get ready, partner up, and profit. Let's get into it. All right, on today's episode, I'm going to welcome my good friend David Gonzalez to the podcast, man. Thank you so much for being here. I'm excited for our conversation today. Thank you for having me, Joey. This is, I, this, I'm besides myself. I hear so many amazing things about you from so many amazing people that I, I just, I'm honored that you have me on, as a guest. <laughs> appreciate that and I appreciate you. Before we get into it, though, what's something interesting about yourself not many people might know? I ran a million dollar a year hypnotherapy business for nine years. Most people only know me as the internet marketing party guy. I also started training jujitsu when I was 45 and won my first gold medal by the time at my first tournament. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Setting the bar high, man. Okay. So the man, the myth, the legend, I said I was going to call you that, but literally you have like celebrity status because I remember going back to traffic and conversion in San Diego and yeah. all your internet marketing parties have been like stellar. And I was always like, I can't talk to that guy. He's like, he's like an untouchable, you know? So there's always that stigma, oh, but wow. it's happy that we got to kind of know each other and then have you on the podcast. So come full circle here today. But first off, 25 years, You've been married. That's amazing. The gold uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu tournament. I mean, dude, like uh, that's incredible. First off, like you're just a man of accomplishments. But thank you. I don't know if there's a Guinness World Book of Records for internet marketing parties in a row. <laughs> but you have 15 years consistently running these internet marketing parties. And what I want to really highlight is that you've worked with guys like you know Craig Clemens, Jay Abraham, Ty Lopez, just to name a few. Just a small couple guys there. And listen, you're going to totally unveil all the secrets that you learned, I think, in a couple you know, minutes here, by the time we get through this interview. I want you to unveil all the secrets you've got from these guys, because you've been in crowds and communities and rooms with people who are making over nine figures each. So yeah. this is going to be an exciting interview, and stick yes. around for that part, because we're going to get into that, and how you can get access to some of these custom curated groups that you've been putting together. I don't want to give you. it all away, though. So David, first off, let's back up. Let's go way, way back. All right. So you talked about hypnotherapy. How did you get started in this industry though? Because everyone's got a cool backstory. Yeah, sure. Mine's very simple. I used to run a million dollar year hypnotherapy business and I sold it as the internet started coming into the fold. That's how old I am. And I had a friend named Michael, Lo I still have a friend, dear friend named Michael Lovich, who runs the Baby Bathwater Institute. At the time he was running the Hypnosis Network and he was already doing you know, multiple millions of dollars in sales, selling hypnosis CDs online with, with actual therapists. Uh, and, and I asked him if he would be willing to 
mentor me and coach me because he I knew he was part of these things called masterminds that I didn't even know what they were. He was in Fort Worth. I was in Austin. We had become friends before the internet got big. And I had picked up a copy of Four Hour Work Week, and I realized, wow, I don't have to wait to retire to have the kind of lifestyle I want to have when I do retire. And that was the game changer for me. And I was like, I want to learn about this internet stuff, which is kind of what Tim Ferriss unveils in the book. And so that's what got me started. We started, he gave me the idea to start running these things that were happening in Dallas. Kevin Wilkie and Matt Gill were hosting these monthly meetups for internet marketers. And my buddies and I would drive up there. And one day we were like, what are we driving to Dallas for? We should, David, you should do one in Austin. And I was like, okay. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. And it was just a meetup with people getting name tags and exchanging their names. And Lovich was like, dude, if we got, if we, if you got speakers to come in and speak and you could bring in, like record them and we could sell the recordings and, I mean, or get the recordings in exchange for an opt-in back in the day, it was Frank Kern and Jeff Walker and Andy Jenkins. They all would have hundred thousand subscriber email lists and they were making a hundred thousand dollars a month. He's like, we could do that. And let's rock. And so I was like, yeah. So we did it one month and it was so fun that we did it another month. A month became a year, became five. And last September was our 15th month anniversary. So it makes me feel old. Like uh, even talking about CDs, right? It just kind of ages us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's probably people listening right now that are in their t early 20s and they're like, man, that guy's old. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was going to say, you said that you were like 45 when you started jujitsu. And I'm like, well, how old are you now? Like, you don't look older yeah. than 45. You got oh. secrets to share here beyond just marketing and business, I think. <laughs> oh, man. I, I think that some of that is just good living, man. I, I, I love my life. Uh, whenever I travel for conferences and stuff, sometimes I'll sit next to a little old lady. They'll be like, are you traveling for business or pleasure? And I say, yes. <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you can probably relate. I'm a big believer in like, you know, everyone's brought up with like, just going on a little tangent, the idea of retiring. I'm like, I don't want to retire. I look at, I want to just enjoy life now. And later on, traditional retirement years, no, I'm just doing what I love doing. So you and I have that in common and the four hour work week. It's actually on the, my bookshelf back there. But I want to kind of understand your superpower because I, I think I get it. I think, you know, you're, you can communicate really nicely. You can Thank get you. people in rooms together. Let's, let's just put you on the spot though. What do you think your superpower is and who have you been like best positioned to serve given that superpower? I think my superpower is one that I learned from my dear friend and friend tour, I call him, is Ron Lynch. You might know Ron. And one day he likes asking people really deep, incisive, like thought-provoking questions that make them think, realize how dumb they are about themselves even. And he's like, what is your superpower? You know, I mean, I've heard people ask that before, but I was in a room with a bunch of really talented people. And then when he got to me, I was like, you know, I think my, like, I think the easiest answer would be my superpower is connecting, but he wanted a deeper answer. And he was giving everybody else in the room what their real superpower was that as soon as he'd say it, they'd be like, oh yeah. Like their eyes would doze off, you know, stare off into infinity. And when we were, we left that dinner, we were driving, we had driven there and we were driving home and he goes, do you know what your superpower is? Like, really? And I was like, and he quickly changed the subject. Well, fast forward about two weeks later, I see his phone come up on my, num my number, come on, like, hello. And he's like, have you figured it out yet? And he knew exactly what he was talking about. And I was like, no, not really. And he said, your superpower is love. Mm. 
And I remember when he said it, I was mad. I was like, I knew he was right, but I wanted it to be something more like, I'm Latino. So I, it, like, it, it, it was like too like, love you yeah. know like little yeah. bluebirds and stuff and like i wanted it to be something like strategy or focus or you know something more like masculine or something and it took me a, a couple of weeks to like really settle into it and he goes you don't like that superpower do you and i'm like i don't know and he's like don't you realize it's the most important superpower of all and it almost made me cry so mm. ever since then i've come to terms with and realize that Loves my superpower. You know, and I, I understand the necessity for wanting to be like more the aggressive, like, you know, I know I'm executioner, I get things done. And it's like, I think the love transcends all that. And you could still be great at all those things, but the superpower inherently, I think, you know, for you, if it's love, that does create connection, that does create strategy and opportunity through the process of that. So that's really cool. I love that he poked you and prodigy, you, you know, it didn't make it easy on you. <laughs> that's Ron. If you if you haven't have Ron had Ron on your podcast, I highly recommend it. I could give uh, you a list of like 20 people, but he'd be at the top. I'd appreciate <laughs> that. I'm kind of curious, like based on when you started the internet marketing parties, you know, how have things evolved over the past 15 years? Because I'm sure you guys are kind of bootstrapping it, figuring it out at the beginning. And then after 15 years of doing this, you get probably good at it, I'm assuming. Yeah, I really, there's a lot of months where I really don't do anything. My team does a lot of it. And people go, man, that takes a lot of consistency and dedication. And I'm like, do I tell you the truth? <laughs> the truth is there's some months that I literally walk in just like everybody else, you know, especially when it's like a really amazing guest speaker that everybody's excited about. It's like, I don't really have to do anything like that. Their cachet did all the marketing for me. Like, hey, are you going to go see, you know, so-and-so, whatever, you know, like whenever we have you speak at the party, I probably won't have to do much marketing because your name holds so much weight. So many people think that you're like so fun and cool and high value that, yeah, it's, I just got to just put, my team's the one that puts up the Facebook group, that puts up the website, that sets, I'll do a pre-party interview, but yeah, it's, it's kind of an autopilot now. That's awesome. A amen, the streamlining process and building amazing teams. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. that. And the fact that you're now attracting people. And, you know, I think that's a testament to any great event and community. It's that when you can build a team around in a process, it's that you have something working. So obviously you've learned a lot through the process and you've evolved it too. So I want to like shift the focus to, you know, what have you noticed? What are the common factors, the common denominators that are happening amongst businesses, entrepreneurs, or business owners? Like, what are they neglecting in their business? Or what are they struggling the most with in general from what you've seen from the outside in working in these communities? Yeah, and I think I have a really good insight on that because what most people don't know is that, you know, every month that I've had one of these rock star, brilliant titans of internet business speak on my stage, even though they fly in from all around the country, I've never paid any of them a dime to either fly in, I've never put them up in a hotel, and I've no, and I don't let them pitch or sell anything on stage. Mm. So people go, how, how, wait, what? How, what? Some of these people are keynote speakers that pay that, you know, that have fifteen, twenty, fifty thousand dollar keynote fees. And I say, well, what? One of the secret sauces that I've done for thirteen of the last fifteen years is I've hosted. I ask them one month in advance, what's your biggest challenge in your business? And so this is where I'm coming back to answer your question. I've been witness to creating 
a, a room that's an invite only ten, five to you know ten experts at solving the challenge that they're looking to solve. So let's say they're in a business where they have a real opportunity to triple revenue because of some strategic partnership, but they have a business partner that a year and a half ago got seriously hooked on drugs and is going through marital problems and is and they're not carrying their weight anymore. And it's like, hey, like they're now a liability and I'm about to triple the business. And like, how do we make it to where we can decouple like a conscious decoupling, have them still win as a result of being a partner and helping them start the business. But, you know, like it's not really going to be a win for like now they're a liability to the company and, you know, and not have it be a big mess. That's one example, right? I can curate experts who have done conscious decouplings in business, people who are emerging M&A experts, people who are really good at understanding psychology of business. And I put that have helped people walk through these steps and that have done they had these results. I put them in a think tank or another, you know, those kind. they're not always that dramatic. But sometimes it's like, hey, I'm stuck at the $5 million a year revenue and I want to hit $10 million. My goal is $10 million. So I'll bring in people who in their same niche or industry have broken that barrier and they're willing to share that, right? So I've seen, I've had Ty Lopez on that in that seat. I've had, let's see, Alaric Heck. I've had Alex Sharfin in that seat. I've had like, I mean, I've had Titans. I've had Tucker Max in that chair. I've had Adrian Brambilla had his first million dollar day. And a lot of these guys, it's the first time they're in a really vulnerable situation where they're not the guru. They have, they're surrounded by gurus who are asking them really hard hitting questions. So all that to say, I'm in a really good situation to see what, what is usually almost always the case is that they are solving for the wrong problem. The problem that they come to the table with isn't the problem they need to solve. Like it's almost always like, man, I need to scale. Man, I need to improve my conversions. Man, I like I, I like I I I really don't know if I should start a new business or keep this one running while I start a new one because I've got this cool opportunity. And almost every single time, because for the first hour, so that's the answer to the question. Whatever, even people running 20, 30, $50 million business owners are struggling with, nine times out of 10, the problem that, they're sol- that they think they need to fix isn't the problem. And... It's fascinating to me because the only reason I got that awareness is when I curate experts for them, the first hour, we're not allowed to give any solutions or or ideas to like, we can't just come in. Otherwise you get the, when you're a hammer, everything's a nail problem. You know, all these people are amazing at what they've done and they've solved their problems their way, right? For themselves or for others. And so they want to come in and be like, this is how you do it. But for the first hour, All they can do is ask clarification questions. What have you tried? What worked? What didn't work? Who did you hire? Who are you thinking about hiring? How many people on your team? What's your revenue number? What was your revenue last year? What was your revenue year before? Oh, that was a big spike. And then it was a big drop. What happened there? Who is your, you know, like, like who does your sales floor? Do you have a sales floor? What's your, who wrote your webinar? Like all these things for one hour. And that's where people start to cry. Because like we usually within the first 15 to 30 minutes of that questioning, like just really grilling for eight to 10 people doing that, it'll become very clear that whatever they thought they're solving for isn't the real problem, which leads to 
the biggest takeaway about what's the most important element in growth in a business is clarity. People aren't clear on what they're really there. As entrepreneurs, we hate bo being bored. <laughs> but the things that we need to do to fix our business and get them where they need to be is usually boring shit. If you've ever been interested in leveling up in partnership marketing, including affiliate and influencer marketing, as well as developing stronger partnerships and making better connections, then I want to invite you to check out PartnerUpProfits.com. It's a passion project dedicated to helping you simplify your business and personal life by giving you access to done-for-you templates, blueprints, and systems related to partnership marketing that you can instantly start to use and see results from. I've always been a systems guy, and the beauty of systems is that it takes the guesswork out of the process and gives you a plan that you can use immediately while saving you time and effort. So you'll get access to free training and courses on everything partnership marketing related to level up your knowledge. And because I have a soft spot for the boots on the ground folks out there who are expected to get more done in less time using less money, the systems I'm giving you are based on a bootstrap budget so you don't need to spend thousands of dollars right out of the gate. Just go to partnerupprofits.com and sign up through my free course to get my productivity toolbox, which includes templates for scorecards, objective planning, relationship tracking templates, productivity hacks, opportunity calculators, time blocking templates, and a whole bunch more cheat sheets being added regularly that will totally transform you into a partnership marketing expert and productivity ninja. You can also get access to the Bootstrapper's Guide to Influencer Marketing course that has over two hours of content where I'll teach you the right way to start working with influencers, including how to outreach, prospect, and close deals and start developing more partnerships and building your influencer army. Go to partnerupprofits.com and get access now. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned a lot of things there and so many powerful things that I want to like, I want to circle back to a few because one of the most powerful things that I've done in the past has been strategic focus with one or two people in a room where like, you know, you're, nothing else is distracting you. And like, I made some really good gains from that. The other thing I've done are masterminds. But masterminds sometimes involve some people you've seen a few times, and it's not necessarily the people in the right room with the right people all the time. So I, what I like about your approach is that you're custom curating for the person attending the three-day think tank as well. And what happens to like just to zoom way out of this, as a company owner, as an entrepreneur, sometimes we are siloed in our thinking. We've reached the max. We're maybe the visionary that has the next step idea, but there's no one else we can rely on to give us unbiased support in like the thought process on how to get past this one issue. We're too close to it. And on the flip side, there's some people running companies that are like solopreneurs. They don't have a big team to bounce ideas off of either. So while there's, I think, power in still networking and doing that component of it, I think there's more power in compounding effects when you get into the right rooms with the right people asking you the hard questions. And you have to be very vulnerable. And vulnerability is a skill. It's very hard. And like you said, to kind of peel back the layers, kind of going back to your superpower, that's not the superpower. It's not the actual problem. You got to dig deep and you got to be able to be vulnerable in these situations and have people that care for you. And it sounds like that's what's happening. I mean, if people are crying and like, you know, there's emotions involved, there's some breakthroughs happening beyond just the revenue component, I think. But like, yeah, talk us through like, I mean, what have been some of the breakthroughs you've seen or like, what are these emotional moments that are getting brought up? Yep. I can tell you, well, one of the, there's two things I can tell you to answer that question that I need to tell you. One of them is we've never recorded these think tanks and that's by design because when these experts are in there, they are going to ask questions like, who have you hired or who are you thinking about hiring or who's on your team? And sometimes they'll be like, 
do not hire that person. That person is trash. Like they've, they screw people. They have a rep. Like, how did they even come up in your, like, no, like, or man, I used to be partners with that person. They swindled me out of a bunch of money and like they have court records to prove it. And like, you know, and so we don't want any, there's a lot of information that happens in these think tanks that is very sensitive and that we do an agreement at the beginning that what happens in this room stays in this room. So people can share. I mean, sometimes people bring, past three years of tax records and like like we're talking about court documents and sealed stuff that like it's this is not this ain't a hot seat a 15 minute hot seat yeah. on a mastermind where we're gonna whoever's there they can help so i also ask people at the beginning like do we have your permission to tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear and do you give us permission to call you out if you were telling you what you need to hear and you're freaking resisting it mm. Right. And like to remind you right now, while you're in a good emotional state, like, bro, you're doing what you said you wouldn't like there's seven of us up here that have all solved your problem. And we have no dog in the race. We're not trying to get you to hire us that are telling you you've got a blind spot and you're now going, no, no, it's not. You're trying to convince seven of us that are all further down the road on your problem that you're right. And all seven of us are wrong. So this is the, and I'm kind of getting intense because this is like, sometimes there's like screaming that'll happen in there. People will get up and want to leave and stuff. This is intense, bro. And sometimes the experts will start to get into arguments. No, this is what he needs to do. And it's like, no. And then a third expert will be like, hold on, hold on. You guys be quiet. Let me ask this question. Blah, blah, blah. And they'll ask something like, what made you start this business in the first place? And then the, that's when like, like the waterworks will happen. Like they'll remember what got, and then all of a sudden the two people that were arguing about them being right, they realize that the answer that the person in the hot seat gives makes their solution irrelevant because now we're at the core of this person's deep and vulnerable thing. All that to come back and say, one of the ones that came up, I cannot say his name, but he literally got a nosebleed because of the pressure that happened when there were people in that think tank. And I'm talking about, People that have coached, like one of them was Alex Sharfin. Another one of the experts had built, he sold their company to Russell Brunson for over a hundred million dollars. They were number four on the Inc. 500 list is, is what's her name? Lady Boss, Brandon and Kaylin Poulin. Like they were in there as well as some other people that had built like $80 million businesses. And within 20 minutes, bro, they zoomed in on this person's problem that he was stuck at a $5 million range. And he needed to go, he wanted to break that plateau and hit 10. Mm -hmm. And let's just put it this way. Within 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, they realized that his problem was he had somebody on his team that had been with him from the beginning. And he was like, they were like best friends and, and they zoomed in and they were like, that person they're the cancer in your business. And they like, they found it the way like a, a bloodhound would find like, you know, like in, in a simple house, like, oh, where's the murder weapon? Like they just went right to it. Well, that's and, a powerful thing, right? It's like, you're getting people that they care about you, but they're not attached to you. They have nothing yeah. to lose. Like, and I think like that does valuable feedback in that, but go ahead. And this person didn't want to see it, didn't want to see it. And literally at some point, one of the other people in the think tank goes, bro, bro, your, your nose, your nose. And it's like, there was blood coming out of his nose. He's like, oh, this, happens, this hasn't happened since, you know, like 
since I was in high school uh, and stuff. And like, everybody was just like, now everybody's filled with compassion and everybody wants to help this person. And every, this is what happens in these think tanks, man. Like now all of a sudden you've got this group of experts that are all like, some of these people charge 20, $50,000 a day for a day rate to come in as a consultant advisor. Now they're at the end of it. They're like, here's my number. Call me anytime. I've got your back like as a friend, because yeah. now they're enrolled in this person's success. And now at the end of the think tank, we'll be like, hey, how accountable do you want us to hold you towards what you've agreed to? Because at the end, I'll say, hey, Alex gave this advice, Brandon gave that advice, and Joey gave that advice. And like, what resonated with you the most? And they go, I really loved what Joey said. And then Brandon will be like, well, but you need to add this piece for what Joey said. Oh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Because they're drinking like a fire hose, right? Yeah, and so they yeah. get this data. And then we're like, okay, by when will you commit to do what you now know that you need to do? And they'll be like, I'm doing that by Monday. And like, cool. Put them in a group and then follow up with. So there's social pressure to where it's like, put it on the Google calendar and be like, are you doing the thing? Have you done the thing? And if they say no, like now eight people at or above their level in business know that they didn't keep their word. Love that. <laughs> Accountability, man. Yeah. <laughs> Another one is Adrian Brambilla. He was struggling with what to do. He was making, you know, 20, 40, $50,000 a month on autopilot with his affiliate stuff. And some people gave him an idea that within uh, a four, it took him up four months to take the idea and turn it into something. But he had his first million dollar day. He texted me and he was like, bro, I had to turn off my funnel. I, I put it out last night, this morning, I had to turn off my funnel because I could only take 20 people and I'm at $1.4 million. He's like, I, I can't service more than the people that I did. And I was like, Wow. He's like, that came directly from my think tank. So I have Tucker Max changed the direction of his business at Scribe. He was going direction A and he completely shifted and pivoted. And like you saw what happened with, with Scribe before they had their, you know, they had their big thing recently, but they're fixing that and getting back on track. I've had dude, Brad, Kalen and Brandon from Lady Boss, they, after they had their exit, they were like, we're not sure what to do next. And they had a think tank that really got them to like, be like, oh my God, we were heading in direction A and we're like, we were totally missing the boat. We need to change directions. And yeah, everybody that comes in here, Alex and Katie Sharfin, they loved theirs. It was, yeah, they, a lot of people cry in that room and I can't say who, but <laughs> well, that's okay. You don't have to, but I mean, that sounds like amazing transformational journeys happening within like just a few days. And that, that's what's powerful to me because you think about working with a consultant or strategist over like a 12 month period, again, still might have really great impact and not to say you shouldn't, but the fact that you can uh, assign so much proposition value or like value proposition in this one hour, this two hour slash three day event happening is incredible that they can make compound ex exponential gains you know, immediately in like one hour where it's like, you think about what you do with an hour sometimes and how much time you waste in that. I just think it's incredible that you can offer that in this one strategic group. So walk us through, because it is three days. It's not just like an hour and then you're gone. What does a three day look like from start to finish? Where are you hosting it? What's the experience like beyond just, you know, getting grilled on your business and having these amazing wins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it the three-day think tank because it's, uh, I had a coach that for the 15th year anniversary he said of Internet Marketing Party, he said, bro, I think 
you're doing a disservice to your community by not giving them more access to you instead of you just always being the connector and always bringing people together. Like it's time for you to have something you can offer people. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, make a list of 20 people and ask them if they'd like to participate. The first six people I asked immediately said yes. And that's how this was born. And he's like, just put 10 people in a mansion and come up with something valuable you can do. And that's how this came into being. And I was like, oh, I know what I could do. I could like do think tanks for each of them because I'd only offer ever offered them to the guest speaker at Internet Marketing Party. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's amazing. And so they basically get to sit in as spectators on the other nine people's think tanks, which is something that's never been able to happen before. Always before, it's only ever been the case. The only people there were the experts. It was the person in the hot seat, me moderating, and the, the five to 10 experts. This time, what we've done is we've said like, okay, so if you're one of the 10, we call them navigators, you get a room in the mansion and you know, we'll do a think tank at 9 a.m., one at 11.30, one at 3, and one at 6. So we're like cycling through them and different experts are coming for This isn't the kind of thing where, well, whoever's there is an expert. No, I've got people flying in from internationally to come in and sit as experts. And you're like, well, what makes people, somebody fly in internationally? Are you paying them? Nope. Many times the experts will get as much, if not more value than the person in the hot seat because they get competitive about what they're going to share. And they'll learn from other people's questions like, oh, shit, I never thought about asking that. I'm not even asking that of my in my business or of my clients because Tony Robbins likes to say the quality of your questions is directly proportionate to the quality of your life. So the question part is almost more important than the actual solutions. Good question will open up the seas and give you resources, which give you solutions. So the second piece is like now we have a pr exec private executive chef that comes in and cooks breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and she's a badass. Like she she does farm to table type stuff. So we do, you know, uh, we have that. We have people coming in. We have hot tubs, pool, pickleball courts, private theater. So it's just cool because people, the stuff that people would normally come in and get a a a. a a mastermind session, I'm a, you know, come in for a mastermind and have a beautiful experience with epic individuals. That ends up being free because they're really paying for their think tank. So now they can watch other people's think tanks or they get the think tank for free because they would normally pay for, you know, you know, 30 to $50,000 for a mastermind. And this is a lot less than that, by the way, for this time around. So that's pretty yeah, cool. It's incredible. And it is at a, at a steal for sure. And I know that you guys are going to be growing this, but uh, in 2024, you know, you, you've got some events coming up. When's the first one happening? And then what's the layout look like for, you know, relaunching this again and again? Yeah. So the next one I have coming up is less than a month from now. It's March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And it's in Austin, Texas, right? In Hudson Bend. And it's at this beautiful mansion called the Gatsby Mansion. And uh, it's got a helipad and <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and some of the people we have coming to this thing are ClickFunnels number one affiliate. He's coming in as a navigator. His name's Keala Kane. Bootstrapped himself to over 150 million. Like he's not coming in as an expert. He's coming in to have people help him, just to give you an idea of the caliber of people <laughs> coming to this thing. We've got a couple of eight-figure e-com entrepreneurs from the Amazon space. We've got 
Josh Lee that teaches people how to do LinkedIn using AI. And he's like, he's on all the big stages. He's on Genius Network, Giovanni's, you know, Archangel Academy. Like he gets brought in to like Dan Sullivan, strategic coach to come and teach those people. He's again, coming in as a navigator to have experts help him. So the caliber of the folks that are going to be on this, in this, with the experts that are coming in, I've got Deanna Rogers, who's partners with Roland Frazier. I've got JJ Virgin flying in. I've got Dan Reutman, had a $100 million exit flying in from Columbia. I've got Katie Wells from Wellness Mama, who I know you know. Like, yeah. I mean, the people that are going to be in this room throughout the course of the weekend is just outrageous. And then we're having a party on Saturday night. The next one we'll be doing is June. We'll be doing the first weekend of every first quarter. So it'll be March. Uh, it, we did one in December, doing one in March. We're doing one in June, one in September, and then another one in December. So they'll be the first weekend of March, June, September, December. That's awesome, man. I'm so excited for you guys. Like, this is an amazing event. And for those of you listening, you know, David just mentioned a fraction of the people that are going to be there for every single event happening. So just know that, you know, he's got a track record of bringing in the winners. <laughs> that being said now, so walk me through because... We joked about this, but everyone's got the like time sensitive, limited time only. You legit though, it's an application process oh. because you don't want to serve people that you can't serve. And if you can't see a seven figure lift in their business happening from this event, that they're probably not a good fit. Not because they're right. not good people, but you're not, you don't have the synergistic connections. Yeah. So I'm gonna stand up because I get excited about this part. Yeah. <laughs> I basically I have I've had four people that I've already like you know, interviewed and applied. And I said, sorry, I can't like, I can't, I can't have you in because like, it's genuinely an application process where I need to know that I can curate the experts for the problem that you have. If the problem you have has never been solved, don't even bother applying. Like I had somebody apply yesterday who he runs an app business, like, but not like he, he's a brokerage for mobile apps for like iPhone apps. And his biggest challenge is how does he get to know who the owners of the apps are? Because the iOS platform doesn't tell you that information. And those people oftentimes, they don't have any vested interest in you knowing who they are. And so he has buyers for the app, but like, he doesn't know. And I'm like, well, has anybody solved that problem? And he's like, not that I know of. And I'm like, well, I, I like you could offer me a hundred thousand dollars and I still wouldn't have. I did offer him to come in as a I've this is the first time I'm offering 10 experience tickets, which is people who can come in and that for thirty five hundred dollars, they don't get a room in the mansion. They can't they're not getting a think tank, but they can come in and just watch what's going on with the, you know, they can watch as spectators, the other things and have breakfast, lunch and dinner with us. This would be kind of like a networking pass, if you will. But yeah, like I, I literally will interview sometimes uh, if I'm 80% sure that I can curate experts for folks, what I say, Hey, give me a deposit for the, for your, you know, your three day think tank, give me a week to go out and find the experts for you. And if I can find them, you give me the balance. And if I can't, I'll just give you your money back. Like, so does yeah. that answer your question? Yeah, that, no, I mean, I appreciate the fact that it's not just like a, we're gonna wing it and hopefully you get some value. Mm. It's literally like, if we can't provide value, then it's not a good fit. Do you have like categories or pillars as far as like the initial, like should I even reach out to David about this? Is he gonna be able to find curate this for me? Is it, or is it my problem too unique? Say that again. 
how would you uh, pre-filter people? Like if they were to pre-filter themselves in terms of like, should I even approach David or just- Oh yeah, if your problem, if there's no one that has solved your problem before, then I, I don't, and I'm not talking about like, just because you've never thought about it. I'm talking about like, if you really think about what is it in your business that if you, if it was solved, you'd make an extra 100 to $1 million this in 2024, a hundred thousand to $1 million guaranteed. Like if you solve this problem now, that problem, are there other people who have solved it? If there are, then it's worth talking to me. And as long as it solving that problem is going to make you an extra fifty, hundred thousand dollars to a million minimum. A lot of times it'll be at least an extra million, but yeah, yeah if it's going to make you an extra hundred grand, I think it's worth a weekend with me and these <laughs> epic people. I would say so. All right. So then for March, you said you've got a couple spots left and then three day think tank is the URL to go to best way to reach out to you. Just go there, go through the application. Yeah, threedaythinktank.com. And the application is really simple. It's like, I think it's six questions and two of the questions are what's your email and what's your phone number? Like, so it's basically just asking what's your URL? Like, what, you know, what are you struggling with? I just want to know high level. What are you struggling with? You know, what have you tried? You know, basic stuff like that. And then I'll get in touch with you and you'll actually be talking to me. Like, I, this is a very bespoke, very curated thing. And I love reaching out to the expert. That to me is the funnest part is finding the experts and getting them to be like, yeah, I'll fly in for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got a pad for my chopper out coming in. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because people, usually the experts have figured out money and they figured out time. They don't usually get an opportunity for the gratification of getting to compete amongst their peers for who's got the best ideas for solving the problems in their industry. Nice. Do you guys give out, do you think you're going to give out an award for like the guy who had the best idea, like the game changer idea? Yeah, we did that last time. And I actually didn't have actual trophies because I didn't think about it until we were there. But yeah, I'll be doing that this time is doing more uh, basically like, you know, everything tank will get like a, who had the best, who had the best solution or the best question kind of thing. Nice. Yeah. Cause it's not an actual like competition, you know, like, we're, you know, it's more a matter of like, yeah, like, you know, I get like, it. Yeah, I get when it. you speak uh, at an event and everyone rushes the stage afterwards to talk to you about your thing and no one rushes the stage for the keynote, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's like unofficial bragging rights, get to walk away, feeling a bit happier, but yeah, I get it. Listen, three day think tank.com, check it out. And David is personally reviewing these. It sounds like an amazing event. I definitely want to attend in the future. And I've felt the compound effects of doing similar things where I'm in a room with people to maybe not this level. And I've, I've seen amazing transformations from it. So I can just imagine being in this room with these high level achievers who have accomplished a problem and are curated to be there in that group with me that day for my specific problem or, or the thing that I want to overcome. So definitely go check it out. And uh, hopefully the seats aren't all booked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, internet you, marketing parties are still going on, right? Like that's also yeah. a thing. So yeah, sure. And whenever you fill in the application, make sure you let you write on there something that that you heard about this from Joey, so I can make sure and send Joey some love. Like I, I really appreciate you doing this, brother. Like it really means a lot. I've always been the connector that's always supporting other people and putting people in front of other people's offers. So this is really meaningful to me to 
to have something that I can, like, I really want to acknowledge my coach, Joe Stolte, who you probably know for pushing me over the edge and saying, you're really doing a disservice to the marketplace for not providing this value to the general public. So, well, I'm happy and just, yeah, good for you for taking the next step in that because yeah, you deserve it. Let that love come back at you. Thanks, brother. All right, we're going to get into a quick fire round. It's fire questions, 10 questions. Yeah. It's got to be the first thing that comes to mind. Can't think too much about it, okay? All right. <laughs> Wish it. me luck. I don't know what these questions are. This is real. We're going to start <laughs> easy. Then we're going to go deep. So favorite oh, food. Shit. Go ahead. Favorite food. Uh, favorite food. Right now I'm vegan. Like I went on this vegan thing. So I'd say right now my favorite food is tortillas and avocado. <laughs> it's just so weird. <laughs> normally it would be this lasagna that my wife makes, but... <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right, so now best memory. As soon as I say that, what pops in here? Oh man, this is going to sound really weird. The first thing that popped in my mind is my brother and I were blessed and privileged enough to literally be at my mother's hospital bedside when she took her last breath. Mm -hmm. It might sound morbid or macabre to some people, but I'm a very kind of more spiritual, not religious person. And I believe that was a sacred moment that we got to be blessed to be there when we took our first breath and when she took her last, she had cancer. So we had been planning on her passing for years. You know, she it was a slow, long process, yeah. but yeah, we didn't have to have been there, but we were. It's tragic, but it's beautiful. I, I get that. Um, yeah. All right. If you had another go round, okay, you're going around one more time in this life. What mm. would change in this story in 30 seconds or less? What would David be in a different life? Man, you asked that different than I was planning. And I tell you the first thing that popped in my mind, I, I, I have a 22-year-old daughter and I would have definitely spent a lot more time with her. I, she's the light of my life. I adore her. I just love her beyond I can express with words. My eyes are watering up. And if I could go back in time, I would I would spend even if it's just 10 10% more time with her. She's still around. We're great friends. We're going to dinner tonight, but just cherish like having her as a little girl, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, man. That that balance that resonates. I've got a couple young boys and that's my main mission is to much time as I can cuz I've heard that story and but I'm happy you've got the relationship you do now. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just that's where my brain went when you said if I could go back in time, like I try not to regret things, but I don't regret it. I just yearn for more time with her. What's the best productivity hack you've implemented in your life or business? This right here, it's called a time study <laughs> where you basically write down with paper and pen every 15 minutes. What am I doing right now? No fucking bullshit. Oh. Like, and then you write next to it, it's the activity and the focus is the focus either uh, strategic and it's a plus or a minus, like it energized you or it de-energized you. Tactical, plus or minus. C is, uh, S is for strategic. C is for self-care, like, like, you know, everything from sleeping to taking a nap to taking a quick like, hey, what's up, man? Like talking to your family. And then did it energize you or de-energize de you? And then the I is for interruptions. Like how many times were, was I interrupted? And was it a pleasant interruption or an unpleasant interruption? But either way, I was interrupted. And just keeping track of that for two weeks at a time, my productivity goes through the roof. Especially if I know I'm going to really, really want to crank it up. 
Find somebody who's like really effective that you really respect and admire and tell them, hey, I'm going to do this time study for two weeks. And at the end of this two weeks, I want to share it with you and have you give me feedback. Mm. You know somebody's going to look at it. It's kind of like the double slit experiment in physics where particles and, you know, photons act as a wave or a particle as, depending upon whether they're being observed or not. <laughs> If you know somebody's going to look at your work, and as long as you're honest with really filling it in, like that'll be the best productivity hack you'll ever do. Yeah. Better than Pomodoro, better than having an assistant, better than anything, because it's like, it's hard. Yeah. Time auditing, reflection on what you're doing. It's powerful. I don't know what age you are. Apparently, you stopped aging after 45. But listen, this other question I've got is about retirement. (laughs) Nobody mm-hmm. wants to retire that I've talked to you f- so far <laughs> that I know of. But what are you doing in your traditional retirement years? As as you get older and like, you know, where people normally retire, what do you see yourself getting more into or just leaning into more? You know, I also don't see myself ever retiring, but I also don't see myself going to affiliate summit and doing all the networking that I do in the same way for, right. you know, and I'm 60s and seven, maybe 70s, 80s, but I still want to be working. And to me, that looks like me doing work with bigger causes and missions that are like, I've got a nonprofit called Truth, which stands for Trauma Resolution Until Truth Heals. And our big, hairy, audacious goal is to end trauma in humanity. And that doesn't mean to end traumatic experiences, because those will happen no matter what. And trauma is trauma. The formal descri- d- definition of it is the lingering, lasting side effects or memory of a traumatic experience that can show up in a lot of different ways. It can show up in everything from like a- amnesia to not being able to sleep at night to disorders of the bowel to like. There's all kinds. I mean, it can even show up as like physical ailments like psoriasis and stuff like there's actual studies of people who heal themselves of trauma truly at a deep neurological level like psoriasis will go away or their bowel problems will go away or like their vision improves like all kinds of weird stuff so their sleep gets better all these things you know people get cured of diabetes and stuff so our goal is to end human end trauma and humanity. And so I see myself as I move into older, wiser retirement ages, be doing work at that level. I love that. Yeah. Send me a send me the link just selfishly. I want to want to check that out after myself too. Cause I, I'm deep into that, the trauma and healing traumas and micro traumas. And to your point, yeah. people miss they misunderstand what a trauma is. People are like, oh, trauma is horrible. And it's like, no, we're all experiencing trauma to some degree every single day of life or throughout our past that we can heal and go through it. So I'm very much in alignment with that. And I think it's powerful as a level of consciousness to bring to the world at a greater at a greater level, really. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm happy to send you the link. It's endtrauma.org. <laughs> trauma.org, okay. E-N-D-T-R-A-U-M-A.org. And we don't have a lot on the site yet because we were, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, bamboo that'll take seven years to grow underneath and you don't see anything. And then it's like <laughs> a freaking jungle. That's what me and my partner, Will Reason, are working on in the background. Nice. Well, good for you guys. That's uh, that's powerful stuff, personally speaking. I went through that on many occasions and continue to work through them. Now, you got one thing. I can't, I don't want to hear five. I want to hear your singular book that changed your life. <laughs> It's right here. 
<laughs> You've got to like arms reach distance here. Love it. Actually, I thought it was right here. So I must have moved it. It's though it's a, it's actually the road less stupid. Oh, okay. We're, we're more kindred spirits than you think. Cause I've got it within my arms reach as well. And it's one of my favorite go-to inspirational books. <laughs> it's got like all kinds of keeping like, I mean, I've got, I've even got like Kleenex in here as like placeholders, like Love every, that book. yeah, man. <laughs> Road less stupid. stupid. Yeah. yeah, for me, it wasn't a front to back read. It was more of a like, go back to it when I need that inspiration or that kick in the butt. To your point, good questions get, you know, better results. And I don't always have the great questions. So like, he was a good inspiration for that. Yeah, it's, def I don't, it's definitely not a front to back read, but I have read it all yeah. multiple times. <laughs> and now we got three questions left or so. Let's go a little deep, deeper here. So what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for someone who was kind and loved deeply. I think you're on your way there, if not already. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to skills. What's a skill you'd recommend that you wish you would have developed earlier on in life? I would say, man, I know I'm not supposed to think a lot, but... I mean, the first thing that popped in my mind was vulnerability, but not vulnerability is like, oh, I hurt here, but vulnerability is like, here's where I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't, and I, if you don't respect me or think as highly of me anymore, because I don't know what I'm doing here, then that, that was worth the risk. Yeah. That makes sense. It's kind of like disconnecting from ego. I think it's what you're saying, like the omission of like, I don't know the next step and I'm admitting this to you. Yeah. Yeah. And then the skill of being very clear about whatever I do get know, whatever becomes aware that I don't know, like roll up my sleeves and do the work. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a big one for uh, the generations to come. I think that the work's getting harder to do in, in some cases. <laughs> There's a bit of a disconnect there, but okay. This is a really cool question. I love asking everybody. We're going to meet up in a year from today. Just happened to bump into you. What are we celebrating? What's a win that you're looking forward to that in a year you want to get done? Oh, that's easy. I, that one, easy, easy. I now have a business that runs with or without me that's scalable, sellable, has written processes, procedures, and that there are elements that I can sell without selling the entire business. There's intellectual property and there's repeatability. There's duplication ability. And that all is the result of a journey that I, a couple's journey, my wife and I did the weekend before Christmas, this 2023, that gave me some very potent clarity about my past that allowed me to see how business has two purposes. Anything it does accomplish outside of these two purposes are a bonus. Purpose number one is to provide value in the marketplace. Purpose number two is to create profit as a result of that value. Anything that a business does beyond those two main core functions is a bonus. And I got really clear as a result of this really deep, profound spiritual wound and journey healing process 
was then it's taken me over a month to really like be just very clear with this is that I had been up until one month ago using my business as a surrogate to provide me with things that my deeply wounded inner child needed that I wasn't aware of. And once I got aware of them and I got clear on them, I now am able to parent that inner child inside of me as an adult, as a functional adult, and allow my business to serve the world with value and to create profit so that I can meet my own inner child needs on my own time as an adult. Wow. Profound, deep, and insightful. And like, you've got a very clear vision of where you're going. So in a year from now, let's get together. Let's celebrate that. <laughs> well, let's get together before a year, but let's celebrate it also. Yeah. All right. You've done some amazing things, but is there something on like your bucket list that you're like, ah, I got to really get that done before anything happens next? The, what, the first thing to pop in mind as per your thing about don't think about it is I want to take, I spent so much of my time when my daughter was growing up building the business that I was always busy connecting and going to events and stuff and doing decent money, but not enough to where we could take a badass like family vacation where we did a vacation in to ireland when she was like six years old but ever since she got older like i have this dream of taking her and my wife because she's 22 now and she like she wants to hang out with her friends and like now she's got a boyfriend and so i want to plan something where she my wife and if she's dating somebody like all go for a minimum of one to two weeks and just have like a really lavish experience, like just living the way we would live if we were like, if money and time and business was no concern. I love that vision. And I, I can feel that too. That's something I think that, you know, you, I think you need to do that sooner than later. I think that's living inside you right now. And one of my visions with our kids is to travel with them as much as possible. So I've got a few connections I think I'm going to send your way to you. I think there's somebody you'd really vibe with on a vacation, on a vacation vibe. So, oh, thanks. I want one more question. I want your billboard, okay, to the world. If you had one clear, articulated message to everyone listening, just regarding business or general, like, you know, personal stuff, what is it? What's the David billboard that we can put up? A David billboard that says, here's a message I would want everyone to know. Yeah, like what's like, the one sentence thing? What's the the bottom line? Like, you know, love everybody or some sort of mission statement that you live by that you'd recommend? Oh, I know. This is the one that's helped me do a lot of the things that you seem really, you've expressed a lot of being impressed by. And that is my definition, like explore that the definite, that, that hell can be defined as getting to meet the person that you could have become at the moment of your last breath. Oh, all right. Mic drop on that, David. <laughs> and my goal always is to make the different, the variant between who I am at the moment of my last breath and who I was truly potentially capable of becoming. You, you've got some really deep wisdom. And if that's any indication of the people you attract in your life, I think that the three-day think tank is going to be amazing for people who attend or just anybody that wants to get connected with you. 
I want to first off, just say thank you. Last off, I guess I have to say thank you so much for being on the show. It's been amazing just getting to know you and to hear this deep profoundness that I honestly didn't get to experience before we actually talked today. So it was a welcome treat in addition to everything else you've shared. Thank you, Joey. It really has been my privilege to share it. Awesome. All right, guys, hopefully you got a lot from this episode. Check out 3-Day Think Tank. If it's for you, go ahead and try to apply. If there's room, hopefully you get in. If not, internet marketing priorities and just check out everything David's got going on because the guy's on fire and continuing to level up. <laughs> All right, David, thank yeah, you so much. But one here. last thing, if, yeah, somebody's yeah. Listening, if somebody's listening to this and it's, you know, it's, close, it's too close to March 1st or it's already passed, I'll be doing these quarterly. So even if you wouldn't be able to make the March 1st, 2nd, 3rd dates, you know, apply and we can get you in on the next one. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Great to hear. Okay, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. All right. Just before you go, make sure to visit partneropprofits.com. Sign up for the weekly newsletter to get the latest trends and updates on partnership marketing strategies that include affiliates and influencers. I promise it won't be boring. It'll be worth it. And you'll get notified when new episodes go live. And you'll also get instant access to any new tools that I build and add to the Partner Up Profits collection. Be sure to check it out often as I'm adding new things all the time. Go to partneropprofits.com today. That's all we've got for this Partner Up Profits podcast episode. As always, I hope you leave here today with one new idea that you can apply to your life and business. I'd be forever grateful to you for leaving a review of this episode. And if you like it, rate it a five or give it a thumbs up and just leave a quick comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at partnerupprofits.com on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you're just one partnership away from changing your business. Let others do the selling for you and get ready to partner up and profit.